Blog Talk Radio. Title of our episode, The Showdown at the Wall, Trump versus Beto. Last night, the president, uh, DJ Trump, uh, journeyed to the border town of El Paso. And waiting uh, for him uh, in El Paso uh, was a, a crowd of about 6,000, according to the uh, fire department in El Paso, Texas. Trump claimed he had... Uh, what Trump claimed he had. But anyway, uh, that 8,000 was the limit. They got in more than 8,000. He always exaggerates his crowds. And at the same time, one of his estimates was a Beto O'Rourke's crowd was uh, 200, and then he went to 2,000. Beto O'Rourke had thousands of people there on their uh, parade uh, that they paraded from a school in El Paso uh, to the... uh, place of the rally, and you will hear uh, later in the uh, broadcast, Beto O'Rourke. Also, you will hear a news conference from officials in the city of El Paso debunking uh, D.J. Trump's claim that the wall would make El Paso a safest city. El Paso is one of the safest cities in America. But firstly, we'll start with some news today. Well, we'll start first with a tentative agreement uh, on the uh, or to stop another shutdown uh, at the end of the week. And let me go to it first, and then we'll come back uh, to this other story. Uh, 
tentative deal to avert a shutdown is uh, from the Washington Post. We can go there because that it is Washington. Uh, Key lawmakers announced a tentative deal a late a Monday that would avert another uh, shutdown at the end of the week. Uh, while denying uh, D.J. Trump much of the money he sought for this uh, so-called ball, wall, he's going to build the wall. Or what we brought together, I thought tonight, uh, we didn't uh, didn't want that to happen. Uh, this appropriation chairman, Selby of Alabama, who led the talks, the House Appropriation Committee member uh, Nina Lawrence, she's from New York, said on in uh, who was in the meeting, uh, said she hoped the negotiation would have a finished product by Wednesday. She said she ran the proposal by Nancy Pelosi. Some may be happy, some may not be happy, she said, uh, assessing how the Democrats would receive the deal. The deal includes a $1.374 billion for 55 miles of fencing, compared with the uh, $5.7 billion that old DJ Trump requested for 200 miles of wall, so to, uh, DJ would have to settle for uh, roughly 50 miles instead of 200 miles. Uh, the deal omits a strict uh, a new cap Democrats had sought on immigration detainees as opposed uh, to at the border. At the same uh, time, it, uh, it limits overall uh, levels of detention beds maintained by the U.S. Customs and Enforcement Agency. To avert the shutdown, the deal needs to be written into final legislation and passed the House and the Senate and signed into law by uh, D.J. Uh, Trump. Fox News host uh, Hannity, uh, uh, Trump uh, lackey, uh, immediately called the shutdown deal a garbage compromise, uh, medals of... Medals of uh, Mendels, Mendels, okay, of of uh, North Carolina leader of the conservative Freedom Caucus has said it uh, fails to address a serious uh, threats. This doesn't uh, represent a uh, fraction of what the president promised the American people, according to the right wing of Mendels. Selby so uh, Leahy, he's from Vermont. Kate Granger from Texas participated in the meeting. So that's basically the deal they've gotten together. What if uh, D.J. Trump rejects uh, this deal? Well, he just rejects the deal. Nothing else can be said. The government will close down once again. 800 federal workers uh, will be once again furloughed, and it will cost uh, millions of dollars. So that is that story. Let me get to the other story that uh, made it around uh, yesterday, and then we'll go to uh, El Paso, Texas. That involves a representative Omar and the machinations around uh, Ihan uh, Omar. Uh, she is a freshman, uh, in words, a first-year representative from Minnesota. She is uh, a Muslim, and she has represented the views of the Muslim world, no doubt about that. And what is basically happening here? You're seeing. Uh, 2019 politics uh, running up against uh, 1948 politics, 1950s through 60s through 70s through 80s, in other words, Wilsonian foreign policy. 
Now, what happened was uh, she bucked the uh, Zionists, uh, their influences uh, in uh, the Congress and various other organizations out there. She sent a tweet out. I won't go over here, but basically it talked about money. Uh, she's in her 30s. Many uh, millenniums uh, talk about the dollar as the thing, period. And that has to be understood as a cultural thing, so a reference to the $100 bill is nothing uh, new there. But uh, some uh, took it as a far storm uh, there. Uh, within uh, the uh, Democratic Party leadership, there was talk of uh, stripping her of her uh, committee uh, assignments, although she's only been there about a month, not quite a month, well, I guess a month maybe. But uh, And uh, that would be about it. I suppose they could censor her. But as the law stands, remember the Adam Clayton Powell case? Adam Clayton Powell was a congressman from Harlem an African-American chairman of the, uh, at that time, uh, the House uh, Education Committee, very, very powerful committee. They uh, stripped him of uh, his uh, chairmanships, and then, of course, they expelled him from the Congress. The Supreme Court later reinstated Adam, and that was the last case of the so-called expelling people from Congress. The other option, of course, is to drive someone out like they did Al Franken. This will not happen with... Uh, Representative Omar, um, she is upright. She will not bow to those kinds of pressures. So at the most they could achieve uh, would be uh, to uh, take away her uh, committee assignments. She would remain there. She would become more of an international symbol uh, than before. And a, and a firestorm would ensue. Uh, the Democrats, uh, in our opinion, couldn't risk that in the presidential year, going into a presidential year of 2020. Now, some have said, well, if this uh, there, there's an option amongst the Zionist uh, factions to uh, leave the Democratic Party, well, they could do this. Uh, they have uh, opted, at least elements of the, the, that group, to uh, when they voted for Ronald Reagan. Nothing new there, uh, period. Whether the Democratic Party uh, continues the Democratic Party or not, well... That's up in the cards. Nothing Representative Omar can do about that. But as far as the fathers of O.J. Simpson are uh, concerned, millions of African Americans are a major part of the party. And it would behoove the Democratic Party not to cross us. Here was the monster Clinton who crossed us, and you see what happened to her. She's at home watching uh, political events on TV. This is a different era. It says that people have to understand that and get used to it. The Post also said a number of uh, uh, Zionist uh, leaning or Zionist delegates in the House of Representatives uh, met together to what to do about uh, Representative Omar. That's not the question. It's what the Representative Omar is going to do about them. And she can take care of herself. She came out of literally the camp in uh, Kenya and made it all the way uh, to the U.S. and uh, made it finally to Minnesota, went to the university there, got into the uh, State House of Representatives, and then she jumped from the State House all the way to the uh, Federal uh, House of Representatives in Washington. So she's had a hellacious uh, career. So someone like that is not going to be stopped by this.
they demanded that she make an apology and uh, she made an apology uh, we uh, posted up uh, to her uh, constituencies uh, but she never intended uh, to uh, constituents I should say but she never intended to offend and to Jewish Americans as a whole uh, and this is why I unequivocally apologize now Representative King of Iowa did not unequivocally apologize he just said that he apologized to anyone he offended and that's usually a qualified apology uh, they took away his assignments but he's still there and he will uh, remain there uh, period and uh, this article here, uh, while some uh, left-wing uh, politics have gotten sympathy, a sympathetic hearing from Democrats, including many of the party's 2020, 2020 candidates, skepticism towards uh, the Zionist state uh, have, uh, have proven to be a much uh, thorny issue. Many Democrats have struggled to reconciliate their frustrations with the right-wing government of one uh, B.B. Netanyahu. Uh, and one uh, close ally of D.J. Uh, Trump's. So there you go. Uh, D.J. Trump uh, supports them. The uh, right-wing evangelicals support them. So there you go. Uh, period. And uh, Rashina, the uh, out of Michigan, there are two Muslim women in Congress. Uh, there's been a comments about them. Oh, my rights that she thinks the uh, American-Israeli Public Affairs Committee... Uh, APAC, uh, the uh, influential lobby group, is uh, paying American politicians to take pro-Israeli uh, stance. About two hours later, she issued her apology. The Democrats' uh, side declined to discuss whether uh, Pelosi told uh, Representative Omar to take any uh, particular uh, action. Well, no doubt about that. Probably wrote the speech. The uh, minority leader, McCarthy, he's in California, for the Republicans uh, last year faced criticism after a tweet accusing, now here we go again, accusing uh, Jewish billionaires of trying to buy the midterm election. And he's the majority, uh, minority leader. Uh, Republican leaders uh, for years have dismissed uh, racially charged statements by uh, King of uh, Iowa uh, and didn't respond after he used a congressional trip last year to meet with members of the far-right Australian uh, party, Austrian party, excuse me, with uh, historical uh, Nazi uh, ties. Only after King uh, seemed to uh, defend white supremacy last month did they act. And they got Charlottesville there. And if you ask me, there, uh, is there any rhetoric that has to be criticized? It would be that of D.J. Trump, that is from Jan uh, Sikorsky of uh, Illinois, said uh, Friday before the tweet that has um, uh, emboldened people uh, who now can uh, say out loud any kinds of anti-Semitic and racist remarks. Actually there. And a few Republicans, including Line Ted Cruz, applauded uh, Pelosi for uh, public uh, repudiation of anti-Semitism. Hmm. Steve... Uh, I forget how to pronounce his name, uh, Salizi, of uh, Louisiana, said that Omar should be removed from the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Hmm. 
Of course, she sought to defend human rights and advocate on behalf of refugees like herself. She fled, of course, uh, Somalia in 1991 and has been a vocal critic of uh, Islamic regimes, including uh, Saudi Arabia, some friends of uh, DJ uh, Trump's. But the uh, accusations here, uh, before Sunday, her accusers had pointed uh, most squarely at uh, a tweet, I won't get into this, uh, has uh, hypernized the world, prompted her to apologize anyway. But the big thing that they are opposed to her about is the boycott, divestiture, and sanctions movement known as BDS. Now that, Nancy Pelosi said she can speak about. <laughs> so, in other words, she can speak about that. Uh, at this mic, our opinion is she should spend more time on the boycott movement and subsidy and not in uh, truffles. I think that's how you pronounce the word. Um that is a waste of time, the word calling and all that. Leave it with them on uh, Monday. Uh, numerous advocacy groups, including the Anti-Defamation League, uh, they got in motion, the, uh, including House Judiciary Chairman uh, Nadler, Appropriation Committee uh, Chairman uh, Laurie, and uh, Ted Dorsch, a representative from Florida. Nadler called it the tweets are definitely uh, disappointing, disturbing, and said Omar appears to be trafficking in old uh, anti-Semitic uh, truffles and with uh, Jews and money, that's what he called it. Uh, lawmakers that can deba debate the influence of particular groups on policy, he said, uh, but they must be extremely careful not to tread into the waters of anti-Semitism, etc., well, first of all, anti-Semitism is a, uh, a uh, when you, when you talk about uh, Semitic <clears throat> being a Semitic, excuse me, is a uh, language group, um, and uh, that is one thing that people need to understand. They falsely associate that, and of course, uh, with Arabs, uh, Arabs are Semitic people, so we have to understand that and get this right, um, whether they will or they want. And, it's a long play out. It's a long uh, struggle. Well, let's get into the uh, 2020 uh, presidential campaign. And, uh, well, who knows if it will or it won't. I imagine uh, Representative Omar and the uh, senior senator from uh, Minnesota, Amy Klobuchar, uh, won't be, as they say, hugging and kissing uh, <laughs> during the campaign. Uh, she'll, as they say, be out of sight, out of mind in, in that particular campaign. But Nonetheless, this is what we are faced with. I noticed on Facebook some worry about perhaps a new leadership. Well, no doubt about it. There will be a new leadership in the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party goes through evolutionary changes. And people like uh, Ihan are uh, the face of a new Democratic Party. Will she be speaker one day? Who knows? I mean, she's in her 30s now, 5, 10, 15 years from now. Uh, it will be a different situation, and one would think uh, there will be a movement in the Mideast uh, towards uh, some kind of settlement and get it off of the table and get out of Wisconsin foreign policy. We don't know, but to the wall in El Paso, Texas, as uh, we uh, talked about when we came in, we were looking uh, from the, uh, you know, uh, well, let's start with uh, KVIA. We've used the Channel 7 there. In El Paso, uh, this is a Trump uh, go uh, wall go 
head-to-head with uh, pledging to build the wall. Well, he's, uh, as they say, this is D.J. Trump there. The first dueling rallies of 2020 campaign season. Trump finished the wall uh, deal in El Paso, rally head-to-head with Beto O'Rourke, a former congressman from there. Rallies across the street uh, from each other uh, as a preview, obviously, of what will uh, come. And uh, they made clear that Trump's long-promised wall uh, is uh, sure to play uh, an oversized role in uh, presidential politics to nationalize it. The crowd inside there, there were protesters there, incidentally, inside the arena, uh, saying, uh, finish the wall. Uh, there are large portions of the project already under construction and vowed to uh, fulfill his campaign project. Well, there's no doubt uh, there are parts of it under construction. Meanwhile, uh, the other demonstration there with local uh, and uh, civic leaders, you'll hear from them in a minute, and Hispanic groups in his hometown, followed by a protest rally attended by thousands on a baseball field within shouting distance of uh, where Trump spoke with an eye uh, on the country and eyes upon the country upon us together we are going to make our uh, stand here in one of the safest cities in America that's what Beto said safe not because of a wall but uh, in spite of a wall and that was the whole theme of more than a half hour in his rally Trump uh, mentioned immigration and uh, scantily mentioned it just uh, often just uh, pressing the signature uh, chants build the wall, switching to finish the wall. And then he mocked uh, Beto O'Rourke, insisting that Texas has uh, little going uh, for him, except that he's got a great uh, first name marking the size of his crowd, even though, obviously, they all drew both uh, thousands of people. Some say, obviously, uh, Beto O'Rourke, Beto O'Rourke, Bano Beto, uh, drew more people than uh, DJ uh, Trump. People familiar with the uh, Tennessee border security deal, totally associated press, and we already read this, so won't get into it. But that's well below the uh, 5.7 billion uh, Trump demanded, uh, over 200 miles, or 320 kilometers. So he didn't get that. Uh, if I had a choice, uh, I, c- I couldn't stay out there and listen, or I could have uh, come out with the people of El Paso and Texas. I chose you. Hmm. Oh, that was D.J. Trump. I didn't know what it was there. He uh, repeatedly appointed uh, to El Paso. He said, adding that they have uh, they are full of a lot of crap when they claim it hasn't made a big difference, according to Trump. El Paso has a murder rate of less than half of the nation's average in 2005, a year before the most recent expansion of the offense, despite uh, being just across the border uh, from uh, Juarez, uh, a uh, city uh, plagued by uh, drug violence. The FBI's uniform uh, code says that El Paso's annual uh, numbers of violent crimes dropped uh, from uh, 5,000 in uh, 1995 to 2,700 in 19... Excuse me, in 2016. That corresponds with similar declines in violent crime nationwide. Trump uh, released a video showing El Paso uh, residents saying the wall help. Uh, who are they on? Uh, 
and uh, Associated Press uh, poll conducted during the last month of the uh, shutdown found that more Americans opposed the wall than supported it. Uh, eight in ten Republicans are in favor, while uh, only about 11 in one opposed Democrats. Meanwhile, are acclimated that uh, Trump insists on a wall helps them and uh, points to the uh, midterms in 2018. That is from KVIA in El Paso, Texas. Similar headlines, uh, the press conference, incidentally, you're going to hear. That is uh, Veronica Escobar. She is the congressperson that uh, took the uh, spot, I believe, that Vito Roy and several uh, elected officials from El Paso had a news conference that asked uh, Trump to correct the record on his misleading uh, State of the Union remark about El Paso and to apologize to El Pasoans for misrepresenting um, their hometown during the State of the Union. Uh, Trump claimed El Paso uh, because of the uh, wall of uh, SAPA installing of a uh, barrier. The uh, border city of El Paso used to have extremely high um, crime rate and one of the highest in the country now with a powerful uh, barrier in place. It's one of the uh, safest. We're proud of the community. Unfortunately, President Trump repeated misinformation provided to him by the Texas Attorney General Paxton that El Paso was once the most dangerous city. El Paso community has been uh, battling that information for so long and to have uh, the President of the United States repeated on a national stage during a significant uh, speech to the American public was disturbing and dismaying. El Paso's newly elected Congressman Escobar said, and they also had the El Paso County Judge, Judge Ricardo, and I won't try to pronounce his name, echo the same thing. Uh, Carlos uh, Leon, uh, a former uh, police chief, uh, praised Escobar. And so the various other officials that are in this executive director, Ruben Garcia, uh, invited three refugee families to speak, including a mother and two daughters, the two uh, sons and a man who were granted political asylum in 1988. So this is a, a, a long story here. He was granted asylum in 88, graduated from the University of Texas at El Paso uh, with a bachelor's in uh, science. Ended in a news conference by saying that uh, we are here this morning to uh, talk about the criminalization of refugees, of uh, taking individuals and families and converting them into criminals for no other reason than uh, politicized uh to politicize uh, for uh, political advantage. And let me finish this up here. It's Beto O'Rourke. Let me just play a little bit of this. Not much. Uh-oh. Tenemos un niño perdido, por favor. Si se pueden fijar por ahí. Si, me lo, si lo pueden, si lo hayan, por favor, que lo traigan para acá, para el... Ah, perdón, está aquí, está aquí en el escenario. We posted uh, this uh, particular thing from the Global News. It's of uh, the entire march, uh, over uh, two hours in about 20 minutes. But we have uh, Beto O'Rourke uh, 
oh, about uh, 10 to 15 minutes of him uh, coming forward. Incidentally, he is speaking in uh, both English and Espanol. Uh, so to our Spanish viewers, you can hear it. And these were the uh, female uh, Medarachi uh, uh, singers uh, that uh, sung there. And we came in with uh, sounds of them. So we'll catch a little bit more of this. The Medarachi's uh, going on here. And... Uh, Sin dinero, no hago siempre lo que quiero, y mi palabra no sé. And now to the sports, uh, NESPN. We'll uh, start, uh, let me see, where are we starting here? I will start with the National Basketball uh, NBA. The uh, Knicks were at uh, the Cavaliers in Cleveland, 107-104. The Wizards were at the Pistons in the Motor City Pistons, 121-112. The Hornets were at the Pacers in Indiana, Pacers 99-90. The Nets were at the Rafters, uh, Rafters 127-125. The Bucks were at the Bulls in Chicago. And Bucks one twelve two ninety nine for the Bulls. The Mavericks were at the Rockets in Houston. Rockets one twenty two one oh four. The uh, Clippers were at the T Wolves. T Wolves finally won a game one thirty two or one twenty. The Trailblazers and Thunder in OKC. The Thunder one twenty two um, 